Welcome to The Rue Report, UMKC's weekly progressive podcast where we discuss trending topics in and around campus, the Kansas City metro area, popular culture, and everything else in between that stirs the proverbial melting pot that is America. We are brought to you by the College of Arts and Sciences and the university paper, Rue News. Welcome to Year 3, Episode 5 of The Rue Report, a podcast where we discuss the hottest news topics in politics, popular culture, sports, and trending issues that drive the media narratives of America. Again, my name is Lawrence Brooks IV. I'm with my co-host today, back in studio, back in action for another week. Tom White. Sylvia Jeffers. Audience, we love y'all. You know, yeah. Our listens and views have been going up. It's uh, a female voice. Yeah, so <laughs> just look. You sure yeah, man, got to tip our hat to you, man, you know? <laughs> you got to, I mean, look, there are technically more women in America, in the world, than there are men. That's true. That listenership is important, because <laughs> we fighting for y'all rights. You're going to see on a later segment about this today. Yeah. <laughs> on this week's show, we're going to talk about uh, the new conservative push in Kansas City to recall Mayor Lucas, uh, how the great replacement theory is now mainstream conservative ideology, and how the Gabby Patino case uh, speaks to a a greater conversation about how America promotes rape culture and how we really treat our women. Mm. Damn. I mean, hey, man, we had to come thick, man. You know, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the right, right the right, the right was hot this week, man. You know, well, last week, they was, they was super right hot, was man. Hot. They, they, they was out here hot boys, man, <laughs> all day, 400 degrees, man, you know. They knew I was busy, mm-hmm. and they were just like, all right, while she's busy, we're going to talk about all this. No no shout out to Lil Wayne on the hot boys, you know. <laughs> he stood next to Fascist in Chief on Twitter, man, trying to sway some votes uh, nine months. I ain't forgot. I have not forgot. Tay K. Seaback is in action. Found a piece in KCUR last week. Uh, shout out to Professor Kraski. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hey. the first time this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out shout to out Professor Kraski, man. You yeah. know, hey, he, he had me on the show earlier to, uh, in the school year talking about college students. We had like a forum. We had one student from MU, one student from Avila, and myself from UMKC, and had a um, forum on uh, up to date about our experiences surviving COVID and how we feel about coming back, man. It was a cool experience for me to put my voice out there on such a big platform, man. I appreciate you, Professor Kraski. And if anybody want to hear us, you know, or hear that, look it up. It's on KCUR.com or check it out on my Facebook page. It's there. <laughs> it's in the uh, NPR One app as well. Oh, yeah, the NPR. I, look, man, I'll be trying to stay away from the apps, man. They be yeah. tracking me too much. Amen. That's true. <laughs> I, I trust apps. NPR, though. Yeah, I do, man, I do. But the data siphoning is crazy, yeah. man. You know, Russia might hack their ass and get me again, you know? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've basically at this point just been like, if you want to steal my identity, it's out there, I guess. Yeah. Like, but, like I've, I, I've, I, I. I hear you, man. You I know, I, I hope my phone is doing its best <laughs> to keep to keep it out. But like, I'm not. I hear you. I mean, I don't know why anybody would want to steal my identity. There's yeah. not much to. You want to raise my me. credit a little? I mean, it's a <laughs> make some wise financial decisions. It's please. a lot of political value on your data, man, because they can just go yeah. through and see, you know, which way you will lean, so they know what kind of information to send you from that point. Like, you know, whenever I think about my data being compromised now, I don't really think about it from a financial sense. I think about it from a 
a psychoanalytic sense. Oh, they're, they're going to the put hell? you in like a Cambridge Analytica sort of thing? Yeah, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, once they have all of that data and they understand where your mind leans to and what things trigger you, mm-hmm. then all they got to do is find the, the proper algorithm on any of these social media platforms and but, they got you, Bo. You know? Why the hell am I receiving Prager U ads? That's <laughs> because you've looked it up recently. Yeah, that's because you oh, looked it up and that's God. another trick, you know? That's yeah. A, but that's for another discussion, man. Yeah. Yeah. Check, check that book out, man. I keep saying it. Ten ways, ten reasons to delete your social media by Jared Lanier, man, it'll change your fucking life, I'm telling you. <laughs> but uh, back on track. We have a new political action committee in Kansas City, Missouri, who is raising money to recall Mayor Quinn Lucas. Man, Tom, you always on the beat locally, man, so go ahead and hit us up. <laughs> well, like, for why? You know, <laughs> like, what, mask mandates? You yeah, know? that's like, where is, it starts. Is, is that really He's where it is? He's me to wear a mask. <laughs> you know, like, is it, I, I don't know what he's done that they could be so upset about. I mean, truly. <laughs> yeah. I, like, if you look at their verbiage. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to. Oh, no, it's fine. From what I've heard, it was uh, that he that he's just done a lot of great things. Because I remember on Twitter a long time ago, like, I was like, oh, because the whole thing was January 6th. And I wanted to see how people were reacting to um, uh, our stupid you know, senator representative. I don't care. Um, Holly? Oh, Josh yeah. Holly, yeah, man. That, oh, well, not to butt in, but another person that I found out. From St. Louis, state representative was down here too, bro. Justin oh Hill. Oh my God! Jeez. And now, now this is reported uh, not too long after the insurrection, but that's just one thing I missed. It never came across national nor lo- local news, but um, a YouTube channel for everybody to check out. Um, it's called Second Thought. Look it up, and I watched their um, their video on the insurrection, and they mentioned his name, and that's how you know I did the reverse research. And yeah, man, state representative from St. Louis, business owner, rich dude. He went down there and. Acted a damn fool. Got himself into an insurrection. Mm-hmm. Got himself in. But go ahead and continue, yeah, Karen. I'm well, sorry. It was fine. It That's was just uh, just saying that like I that everybody on Twitter, like Twitter, the like the cancer cell of the internet, um, <laughs> but was it's praising the best him. thing we got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, they're all misinformation machines. But yeah. like I said, from week to week, man, Twitter and YouTube, you can really control the algorithms. Facebook and Instagram, Gab, any of those other, bro, you you're done. What mm-hmm. about Reddit? Nah, you can't control it on Reddit either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was... once once you sign up to f- uh, for certain streams, it, it's just going to hit you with it. I get the emails, mm-hmm. you know, every day. Well, yeah, the thing with Reddit is, I mean, like, that's where 4chan, then 8chan came from, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so it's not like, it's not like the, it, it's a uh, wholly innocent either. But oh, no. yeah, no. Reddit is a hellhole of its own. <laughs> Parlor, <laughs> that's where all of it came from, you know? Parlor. Ugh. Anyway, but, yeah, no, I, on Twitter... He gets praised pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you occasionally, because I, I follow him on Twitter. He's a good follow. <laughs> yeah. Um, occasionally, somebody will get on there and, you know, just spew out ridiculous points. But, you know, it's never that he's done anything legitimately that bad. And so, whatever, if you think about, I'm reading about this group. They started in fall of 2020. I mean, it's just the, the name Taking Back KC, when you have a black mayor... Has mm. a certain ring to it, you know. I don't want a black man as my yeah my mayor. Yeah. But th- I'm not saying this as a racial thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's, I think it's a little bit of that, a little bit of mask stuff, I guess. Yeah. But it's just it's ridiculous. It's like they basically saw, you know, Gavin Newsom. I thought, oh, is there some weird rule that, you know, if he doesn't get 50% and we get, you know. We get 18. Yeah, and then we could possibly, you know, like I, I just don't understand why they would do that. I mean, hey, man. Like, cause it, or, or at least make put money into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure, have the thought, have your meetings. But, like, to put money into it seems like, oh, you're just trying to throw this away? Man, like, <laughs> do, just, do, do you just have too much money? 
<laughs> I mean, if you got so well, no, do you can do that. I'll take your money. I need to pay off my debt. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. This is started. This this started with ex police officers. You know, here we go. Blue Lives Matter injecting yeah. themselves yeah. in the in the politics. Oh man, you know, the reactionary right is at it again here in Kansas City. Oh yeah. Okay. So I guess part of it too. So I'm reading a little bit more. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> part of it too is uh, we were kind of talking about this in the in the Northland. Uh, it's it came from that after they had that police budget vote. The Northland mm-hmm. was talking about seceding from Kansas City. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Which is hilarious. Hilarious, man. <laughs> y'all can have it though, man. We don't have to funnel y'all no more tax revenue, yeah, man. We don't yeah. we don't really need y'all down here, like <laughs> yeah, for real, like, for real. It's, it's cool. I don't go up there for nothing. Yeah, really. I didn't you know. even know it existed. You know? Yeah. Like the Gladstone and all that area. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm Zona Rosa. Definitely not. Never been there. Yeah. By the airport, you know. I'll oh. drive past there. It is a different world. Wait a minute. Did a whole they, did different they control world. the airport? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they pretty much. Well, it's in North Kansas City. what are we going to do then? Uh, convert Wheeler, I guess, into a... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Wheeler, man. I might do some skydiving out there. Joint, but you can't you can't land no planes on them runways. They too short, boy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's a dangerous yeah. golf for a 700 and up, boy. Yeah, so I live right near there. That's why I was like, oh, okay. well, you know, hey. Yeah. It, it, because of that, I have to remind myself that there's an airport nearby because I've been outside late at night a few times and been like, oh, is that a UFO? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I live right next to an airport. It's a small airport. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the Northland trying to secede. Go ahead. <laughs> like, truly, and that, that's somebody who I live in North Kansas City, not not the Northland, but the city of North Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I feel like I'm on the line between the two. And I got to say, uh, south of the river is a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah. Super, boy. You know, anywhere anywhere north of the river, it ain't really safe in this area. I learned that a long time ago, man. You know, being a young teenager and I'm going out to Gladstone, dealing with, with young girls, uh, specifically white women during that time of my life. You know, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't really a good experience, oh, man. Yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> North, the North really Land was the answer to the eternal question, where the white women at? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, but yeah, had some had some wild experiences north of the river, man. Um, uh, dealing with uh, what would you call them these days? You can call them a whole bunch of things. That's for, that's for another conversation. We ain't gonna get too racing on that one today. Uh, Ex cops started this group. Everybody know what the police budget here here is in Kansas City, Jeez. man. It's like two hundred and sixty million dollars, man. Like that uh, has to be probably a third or maybe even a fourth of the city budget. And you talking about us siphoning off? I don't know, I man. Think it was like like five hundred thousand. It, yeah, wasn't, even that it much. wasn't even that much. Yeah, it or like was like two million or something yeah, like that. Two million dollars, man, out of out of two hundred and sixty. Like that's that's less than three percent, bro. <laughs> to be rebuilding the city because yeah. there's so many rundown areas. Yeah, man. Instead of, not only that, I mean, instead of putting up fencing around City Hall to keep out homeless people, mm-hmm. why don't you just give them somewhere to I mean, live? Give them somewhere yeah. to live. I mean, yeah. all the all the abandoned homes in Kansas City. I mean, just here in America right now, 17 million abandoned homes. And we I'll got, take one of those and, homes. And we got all of these homeless people, man. Like, I'm telling you, across the world, we don't have these type of problems. That's why we really need to change here. You know, like just like the punitive culture of our society, it, it it seeps down on so many levels, and it's just it's absolutely disgusting, man. Like if America has 17 million empty homes, then I'm pretty sure Kansas City got uh, a few hundred at least. Yeah, a few hundred. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like I stated, uh, at least a thousand. Mayor Lucas, if you can give me a house for free, that'd be nice. <laughs> Thank you. They did or, have those dollar houses for a second. Yeah. 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 Or just wait, wait, what? Oh, it was. Here's the thing, though. It was like <laughs> they were. 
absolutely wrecked. So, oh. like, it was, you had to basically, you could buy it for a dollar, but you also had to show that you were financially viable yeah. to renovate it. Yeah. And then yeah. you had, it, it, I think you had to renovate it within five years or something. Oh, yeah. F that. That's how they started gentrification in most in most cities across yeah. America when they, when, <laughs> when, when they started taking their neighborhoods back and, you know, 2006, 2007. Yeah, because it's... <laughs> oh, excuse it's, me, no, right after the financial crash, so. Yeah. Well, so that, that, that's kind of the incentive for the city is like, okay, well... We're not going to ha- do it. Instead of having this blighted house, you know, like at least it'll somebody will make it better, and maybe that'll raise the property values and we'll get taxes back. So go ahead and have it for a dollar. Yeah, I mean, they, they devalued those neighborhoods anyway purposely and turned around and, and valued the neighborhoods that intentionally the neighborhoods that they all resided and lived in you know and their kids grow to be older in their 40s my my age range and now they get to buy the block because they (laughs) you know dad's home he bought for ten thousand dollars then then flipped 40 years later based off wife life for 500 grand (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's crazy man but Kansas City Police is at it again, man. $266 million budget. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all solve less than 50% of y'all crimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, here in the city since crime is, uh, America is so sensationalized with crime. We paying people to solve crime, and they can't do it. We got one of the highest murder rates in the in the nation per capita. I got plenty of friends who have died, Carlton Elijah Temple specifically, to gun violence and they still haven't found this killer. He got killed August 9th, 2009, man. You know what Jeez. I mean? And that's just, that's one. It's at least 10 people. You know, I got a cousin murdered and burned in a car in 2015. I'm still on active duty. I came on to his funeral. Ain't nobody found out. And we paying these people $266 million. This is annually. That budget is from 2020, man. You know? So. Yeah. Um, literally, Reddit and 4chan solve more crimes than the freaking police. All right. I mean, look, man, we talk about the insurrection. Uh, nine months ago, the super sleuths online was giving mm-hmm. more tips to the FBI. I mean, the FBI here, I live in Lee Summit. They putting out billboards, and you know they out there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm surrounded. I don't even know. I'll be telling my friends, you know, uh, that don't live around here, like, I don't even know how I do it. <laughs> For real. Like, man, it's a dude right down the street, man. Giant flag, Trump won, 2020, deal with it. Ugh. Deal with it. Speaking of that, uh, the replacement theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the worst segue I could have ever done. Yeah. I, I mean, the segue wasn't bad, man, you know, but yeah, the great replacement theory, um, people. This is now gone mainstream in America, from I mean, Dan Patrick, ex-attorney general of uh, Texas, to Tucker Carlson. Yeah, to Tucker. It's lit out here, boy. Well, that's Tucker's, like, whole thing. Like, it's... His, yeah, yeah, he always view. is talking about it. Yeah, like, and sometimes it's coded language. Sometimes it's not. Like, sometimes he just comes out and says it. Yeah, and it's. I mean, he's basically chanting "Jews will not replace us," just with more politically correct language. Yeah, just a giant. <laughs> th- this is why I keep stressing this whole social linguistics of uh, a white supremacy, man. This is a bunch of word salad with uh, prepositions in between. Uh, what they call them, active verbs. Shout out to uh, uh, <laughs> shout out Krasky. Uh, yeah, shout out Krasky. Uh, uh, shout out uh, uh, Bill, uh, Bill Bell. Shout out uh, Mr. Chadia. You know he was stressing that yesterday in our sports writing class. Like, man, use these active verbs. You know, <laughs> to invoke an emotion from your your readers. Like these dudes are doing it rhetorically every day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every day of the week, and it's crazy. And the thing of it is, is it kind of leads. It almost gives it like a call to action type thing. Yeah, it's another central tenet to fascism, man. Fourteen points. 
uh, the anatomy of fascism. Like those books are essential reading for America right now. So you can really get a, an, an idea of what you're dealing with. Like we really got to stop playing games. It's a five alarm fire out here. But audience, I don't know if you ever heard these words before, but I'm going to read you the 14 words that, that we've spoken on plenty several times in this podcast. We must secure the existence of our people in the future for white children. That's the 14 words right there. That doesn't make any sense. Because, and, but like, continue. But continue. Because the beauty of the white Aryan woman must not perish from Earth. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, like these, this is it right here, you know? Jesus. Like, like this is here. Anybody, anybody know who, um, who came up with that slogan? No. Guy named Lane did 190 years uh, prison sentence in federal prison for violating the civil rights of a Jewish talk show host, Alan Berg, who was murdered by another member of his group in 1984, man. I was born in 1982, buddy. <laughs> like, Jeez. 1982. So the, the, here we go. David Lane. Please Google that name. Please, audience. But, yeah, that's, the, that's it, man. That's the illicit version. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, let's take a listen to Dan Patrick from Texas, and you can hear the new version. And everyone watching, the revolution has begun, a silent revolution by the Democrat Party and Joe Biden to take over this country. Tomorrow is Constitution Day. And folks, if you haven't read it, you need to read Article 4, Section 4 very quickly. The United States shall guarantee to every state in the... Now, just listen to that first segment. Break, break down that language for him, Tom. So, I mean, first off, brings in the Constitution, is trying to basically be like, oh, this is the founding of our country. Mm-hmm. We own this. <laughs> you know, like, that's the kind of the beginning context that he's getting at. Manifest destiny. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, very quickly, read it very quickly, like right now. Like, he's, this is instilling a sense of urgency in his, in his listeners, you know, mm-hmm. as another call to action. But yeah. let, let's continue this union and shall protect each of them against invasion and domestic violence and guarantee a Republican form of government. We need every state, every red state, because the blue ones won't do it, to send and invoke Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution to tell the president that we are being invaded. When I say a revolution has begun, they are allowing this year probably two million, that's who we apprehend, and maybe another million into this country. Mm-hmm. Revolution. What is he trying to tell his listeners, all of the people who follow the conservative movement in America? Oh, God, what was the terminology? He said they're, uh, oh, we're being invaded. We're being invaded. Invaded, you know, like you do, like you get invaded with cockroaches or with mice, you know. People never say I got invaded in a good way. <laughs> you no, know? like that's that's on purpose. And I mean, they were saying this a hundred years ago. Yeah, two hundred years ago. They, you know, Chinese people, all the immigrants, the yeah. Irish, the Catholics. Exactly. He just didn't say white. No, like that's really yeah, like that's all. It. Like that's all he said. You know, it's it's our way of life. We can't. You know, we need to. I mean, invoke <laughs> Fourth Amendment is basically to be like we're being invaded. We aren't safe. Blah blah blah. Mm-mm. We need to. R- rebel and demand this is to basically be like let's become a white country love like a, a white ethno state <laughs> oh god i love that <laughs> you see how good right time right that up man <laughs> <laughs> make this job easy for me but mr patrick was not done let's continue mm-hmm. 
at least in 18 years, even if they all don't become citizens before then and can vote in 18 years, if every one of them has two or three children, you're talking about millions and millions and millions of new voters. And they will thank the Democrats and, and Biden for bringing them here. Who do you think they're going to vote for? So this is, this is trying to take over our country without firing a shot. But don't we want people? What, 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 you think that just because they were born here means that like, they're instantly going to vote Democrat? What? When he says I'm so confused. our country. Mm-hmm. Our. our. <laughs> What's um, our? Yeah, he, he's talking to his, and he also others, because uh, he's like, when they come in and have all these yeah. kids. and so, so he others them, right? So they aren't part of us. They are less than human. They are lesser than us. Mm-hmm. And when th- we can't let them come in and dilute our beautiful white babies, <laughs> is basically what he's. Oh my God! <laughs> I basically mean, what he's saying. Humanity didn't start out white. We started yeah. out like with from the Middle East. So what's what's wrong with mixing colors again and going back? Yeah, I was nah. talking about this with my wife the other day. I was like, we were probably some of the last like white on white relationships, <laughs> like within a couple of relation within a couple generations. Like we were like, I think by the time like by the time we would have great grandkids, I think everybody's gonna look like Tiger Woods. Just everybody's gonna yeah, man. everybody's gonna have a good tan. And that's what they're afraid of. You and know? what's wrong with that? Like I, get some nice skin. Yeah. I okay, uh, for example, I have a purebred dog. He is full of problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Full. I mean, this guy his liver doesn't work. I mean, like he's poor guy. Oh, he's he's okay. We just have to feed him really special food. I mean, what it's are, expensive. You it's could stupid. look at you could look at quote unquote f- full bred humans and shit. Man, I love this is what I'm talking. They got real problems. Boy. Yeah, look super. At, look at know? the royals. You know, in England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what uh, I mean? But you know, that's a that's a product of incest, man. You know, yeah. to keep, keep they keep they bloodline. You yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. Trump like, Trump was was yelling bloodline. I don't, I don't know how many speeches over over time throughout between 2015 and. 2021. Makes me concerned about Ivanka. <laughs> yeah, it's. A, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, they're like Kushner. He's Jewish, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> he's a Zionist, you know. So yeah, he, yeah, you know. he's a Zionist, and he's also got money, so it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be you all know, right. Like, that's man. what. That's how I got over on Trump. We cool out here. That's just one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 if you play. I mean, we play them back to back like that. It's impossible not to notice. We got another one. Trust me, we got another one. I think that our heritage in this country is being lost. <laughs> I'm not against the, the rights of... Oh, that's David Duke, by the way. This is... I, 19, was, just, I was just about to say... This was, like, was 1992. But I think this country's on its way to, to being a third world nation. We have a moral <laughs> obligation to admit the world's... Tucker. What the hell? Clucker's back. Um. I want to say the other words so bad, but I don't, you know, I say cuss words on here, but I might, if I say that one, I might get banned <laughs> from you on KC, so I'm going to let that one go, but let's continue. Poor, they tell us, even if it makes our own country poorer and dirtier and more divided. Right now, America's being dirtier. made over. We're losing the integrity. Dirtier, man. You want to talk about dirty people. Mm-hmm. That's a dirty person right there. Dirty is a mother, you know, but yes. just dirty. Americans in general, like I, that. My advice to all Americans, get outside of here, man. Please do. Because all you got to do is watch an episode. Just just, just binge watch Hoarders, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see how disgusting the Americans are, yes. man. You just know? go outside, see the sun. <laughs> Be reminded. Yeah. You know? Watch Hoarders. Hoarders. American Pickers. <laughs> <laughs> they go into garages that look like hellscapes, man. Somebody saving shit from 1980, uh, 1888, you know? <laughs> 
Yeah, good lord. I just I, dirtier. You know that's what I mean? Just so yeah. wrong. Like that's, it, that's not a dog whistle anymore. No, it's not a dog whistle <laughs> at all, man. <laughs> like it's a a coach's whistle. Dirty, <laughs> basically, is what it is. Dirty, and I can go in really on just the dirtiness. When I'm just, we know, you know, well, I ain't even got to say it. But let's continue. Yeah. of our society. Our children are going to be growing up as strangers in their own land. An unrelenting stream of immigration. But why? Well, Joe Biden just said it. To change the racial mix of the country. That's the reason. To reduce the political power of people whose ancestors lived here and dramatically increase the proportion of Americans newly arrived from the third world. You have a rapidly declining European-American majority. And if we don't reverse this soon, we will be a minority in our own country. Wow. And at that point, we will be outnumbered and out. This was in the 1990s. The caption above his head for advertising his website was nofear.net. You know, that was like the that was like the beta version of the Daily Wire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, this this goes back, man. This ain't this ain't nothing new, man. You know, but David, now look, this this was in this was in C-SPAN. What's the date on that? Oh, it was 2000, January 22nd, 2000. Well, European American rights. This is this is the headline. This is on C-SPAN, buddy. European American rights. Yeah, man. Yeah, but let, let's hear him some more. I'm pretty sure the clip is about the end. In our land, and no matter what you think about any issue, you will be powerless to make your voice heard in government. This policy is called Good. the Great Replacement. Oh, the there, oh there it is. Oh, here we go. More obedient people from faraway countries. More obedient people from faraway countries. Like the hell does that mean? Who is the most obedient? <laughs> Yeah, subset of people in America. Like, let's really uh, reevaluate that statement. The conservatives. Yeah, white people. Yeah, white <laughs> Tucker people Carlson. I'm not. I, I'm not even <laughs> talking about just white people in general. I'm not even gonna do it. Just the yeah. the, the reactionary, the conservative. Like, yeah. In every step of the way, from anti-vax to Russian disinformation to the fake love from the, for the military to White Lives Matter mm. to BLM and, and Antifa's terrorists to to George Soros and Hillary Clinton in a in a global cabal is here to 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 molest your kids or drink they drink they blood so they get the family youth like yeah we yeah. can go on and on man about At this pizza store oh man <laughs> pizza, pizza gate you know yeah. it's cold word man it's cold word cheese pizza kids bam got it <laughs> see pepperoni beats boy and they seriously thought that, that yeah are you life. serious yeah, yeah. i mean done. the dude is in jail right now he drove he drove all the way from north carolina, north carolina to dc man to hold up a pizza shop yeah. because of some shit he read on fortune and like believed it it wasn't like he was just no like he really thought he was doing something he was like i can't look i mean just think about that i mean if you really thought <laughs> that Somebody's, you know, torturing children, drinking their blood. You would be like, oh my god, I got to do something. Yeah. But now, not should that. you really think that? No. <laughs> I mean, like, there's not a basement at that place. Like, there's not that poor pizza place. Uh, yeah, Comet Ping Pong. That's the name of it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Comet Ping Pong. Because so that was the other thing too. Is it was they were very LGBTQ friendly. Oh, that's why. Mm. Yeah, and it's that... They're it, progressive. Get rid of them. Well, it's that age-old, like, conservative stereotype trope of they associate, you know, homosexuality with pedophilia. Like, because it's just any sexual deviance is exactly the same. Jesus. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, sad. 
it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we're going through right now, America. Still, in 2021, in the one nation in the world that's really tried to, well, I'm not going to say tried to be, but definitely committed to egalitarian and uh, enlightenment ideas of pluralism and multiculturalism. But yet and still, this is what we got. I mean, um, if you want to talk about David Duke, he'd been around for a minute. He was uh, he was at Charlottesville. I wish I'd have went there that day, man. I was still on active duty. Like I was only two hours away, man, and mm. I really I really contemplated about going, but I'm glad I didn't. You know, mm. I, I am because I probably would have got kicked out of the Navy that day. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. for real, for real, I probably got kicked out that day. <laughs> but you went where? <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Like like they had real active duty service members at the Capitol, yo. And, mm-hmm. and some of them is probably still in uniform, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's on a whole nother level. But, uh, yeah, David Duke, man, uh, good read material for a lot of um, where these ideologies come from. Um, we have a 1978 no- novel called The Turner Diaries. Anybody heard of it? No. Okay. I'm just going to read it. This okay. is straight from Wikipedia. The Turner Diaries is a 1978 novel by William Luther Pierce. Remember that name. Under the pseudonym Andrew McDonald. It depicts a violent revolution in the United States which leads to the overthrow of the federal government, nuclear war, and an untimed un- and ultimately a race war which leads to the systemic extermination of non-whites. Ooh. This is like science fiction uh-huh. packaged in the in the white nationalist, you know, yeah. Nazi theory. Yeah. Wait, so was the story like supporting it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted to make sure. I was like. So basically, he wrote a crazy fantasy about overthrowing the government and then having a race war and eliminating anybody who wasn't white. People got some weird fetishes out here. Look, all groups opposed by the novel's protagonist, Earl Turner. Earl. Included Jews, non whites, liberal actors, politicians. <laughs> liberal actors. Liberal well, actors. Well, guess man. I'll die. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, liberal actor. <laughs> I mean, it's the Bible that a race is right, bro. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. That's coined by the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) This has been spreading around for 40 years, man. 40 years in America. I mean, it's... It's nuts. And this dude, he wasn't a dummy, man. Like, like, by no means was this guy a dummy. Like, he understood packaging these ideas in science fiction um, was the way to propagate these ideas and suck in unknowing victims like young teens. I mean, you said earlier, you used to to watch Steven Crowder. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, that segments. was that was my favorite segments of him Love. because his other stuff that was too long and I didn't have the attention span. <laughs> um, but as I got older, like my sisters and my si- other siblings, they really opened my mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of that stuff's compelling, debating and stuff. Yeah. It, like I, I enjoy watching, <laughs> even though I, you know, I have a pretty made up mind on this sort of thing. But I, I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch like Christopher Hitchens debate some, you know, theologian <laughs> about religion. I'll just sit there and <laughs> like, eh. I was like, debates are fun to watch. I don't know, at least for me. Yeah, I sometimes get a little stressed out about it because I'm like, oh, you could have said this. Oh, I do get mad at them. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that's the sport for me. Like, I'll watch it and be like, why did you come on? That's an ad hominem. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need, I really need to get better at my logical fallacies. I, do, I, I really do need to get better. Like, I got to study that more. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't have the time, man. Yeah, it's like I'm watching sports, mm-hmm. <laughs> just shouting at my TV. But look, man, this is this is a, a race against time, quote unquote. You know, this is white fear of genetic annihilation, which I don't even understand why, man. Like. None of us own that. Like, we just want to live, survive, raise our kids, and just be, just 
Just be. Just be. <laughs> you know? Like, but but all of this anxiety is purposeful, you know? They hyping this up. This didn't have to be this way. How I want to say this? When I was 18 years old, this was like on the fringes of society. You couldn't come outside and say this and have a platform. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For the entire world. Not online. Like, not nowhere, you know? The only places where this was allowed... Jim Bob's property that he was given through the through the Homestead Act, you know, out <laughs> out in the stick somewhere, bro. <laughs> like that's that that's where this shit was rele- relegated to. Out in like possum kicking country. Yeah, you know, where they can shoot beavers and whatever fuck they whatever else they do out there. Literally, man, speaking know? of stuff that shouldn't still be around, let's talk about the Haitians and at the border. Oh my god, that didn't sound right. That was a <laughs> terrible. <laughs> 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 terrible. <laughs> We just get done talking with that. You come on strong. Let's get rid of the Haitians. Yeah, let's get rid of them. Uh, I meant the um, the people on their horses, the hicks on their horses. Yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, we got a clip for that, too. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, you can listen to this guy right here, man. Tied in. Somebody's going to clip that. <laughs> this is how one U.S. Border Patrol officer received Haitian Thank you, Al crossing the we appreciate y'all. We couldn't even get American media to come down here and give such great co- coverage. They came all the way. <laughs> they came all the way from. Uh, Al Jazeera is actually a pretty. Yeah, it's a yeah yeah yeah. It's pretty, a pretty solid decent, news source. But we got all these news sources. Like everybody want to be on the border, mm-hmm. like all the time, man. <laughs> they going down there doing propaganda stunts. You know, people from from Wyoming. Like ain't nothing from the border coming to affect you, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like, get for your real. Ass back up there. You know, do you know how far they'd have to walk? <laughs> To get to Wyoming, how much nice shit that they have to pass I mean, to get to Wyoming? What immigrant wants to go to my, Wyoming? Like, bro, you already know. Like, they doing their research before they come over here, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I just love mesas and cowboys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, th- those are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, who? Like, come on, man. Like, they understand the history of this country probably better. Than, uh, not, not probably. They do better than you, man. But let's continue with this clip. <laughs> The Rio Grande coming back with food to a camp they've set up in Texas. Hey, you use your women? This is why your country because you use your women for this. You go, go. What'd he say? They use their women for this. They just crossed the border to go get food, boy. <laughs> That's it, to go get a couple empanadas or use something. Use your women for this? <laughs> you know? Jeez. Huh? Like, you you come to the most food-stable nation on the planet, and you got to go back to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> to get food. <laughs> to get a couple burritos, man, you know? Churros <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh man. <sighs> but this is, this is where we at, man. I mean, I am really trying. I'm really on this kick about being critical but uh, trying to show solidarity on the left, man, because all of this division is really tearing it down. But mm-hmm. the Biden administration, y'all wrong from this, you know. This mm-hmm. was this was this was segregation Joe coming back out, man. He must have had a flashback from from his forced busing arguments on the Senate floor in 1978 <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> I don't Damn. know, man. But it's like, dude, man, like, like how do y'all let this happen? Now, there is a bunch of rumors going around in the government um, about how Trump implanted a bunch of stooges. And DHS before he left. I mean, y'all can look up the reports. Just Google Trump Stooges DHS, and I'm pretty sure you can find something. Didn't really pull up a, a, a source for that today, but that I can I can stand on that. That's valid. But even still, man, like y'all got dudes on horses using their reins as whips against black people. Mm-hmm. 
Because you, you didn't see that. From what I have seen, we didn't see any of this with uh, like the Hispanics who are coming across the border. No, nah, this these were Haitians this time. Yeah. I mean, it, it was probably some Hispanics. Yeah. You know, mixed in, but it's, man, this is just it's insane, man. Like this is really this is this is insane, you know. Well, not only that, like some of this is Trump's um, defunding of like international support. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like part of the reason that you help other countries is to avoid situations like this, mm-hmm. you know, is to be like, instead of, you know, like, I just want to make where you live easy, better. Because why would you, <clears throat> like, if things are good, most people don't move. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if you're just chilling, you got a nice little living, you know, you're not rich, you're not poor, you're just doing okay and, you know, living your life. People are going to move from Haiti. Like, it, it's 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 a tr- subtropical country, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, it's it, <clears throat> like, if you're in a comfortable situation, you know, if your Maslow's hierarchy of needs are being met, you're not going to try to flee to, you know, all f- I mean, t- to walk through Mexico, you know, to get to... <laughs> to like, walk, I mean... I mean, thousands they, of miles. They got boats know. to South South America, and they crossed the, the peninsula through Pan- Panama and came up through all of them jungles, dude. Like, yeah. Damn. Like, to get to... to to the Texas border from Haiti, that's a long trek, boy. I'm yeah, pretty, I'm pretty sure, and I, I'm not even pretty sure. I know hundreds of hundreds of have died on that journey. Oh, you know, for sure, traffic and all of that. Yeah, but so that's the thing is, you know, help them out. Like it's yeah. <laughs> like like the country is just getting like like Haiti just can't catch a break. Nah, man, like Poor for Haiti. real. <laughs> like I'm not for for four hundred years now. Yeah. yeah, I just well even just here recently. I mean, like they. Their, you know, president got assassinated. They have another giant earthquake when they hadn't even recovered from the last one. Yeah, yeah. isn't there? Haven't uh, scientists like designed buildings that are, that work against earthquakes? Yeah. yeah Why the hell haven't <coughs> we done anything? Because we we've been like, you know, helping them. Whatever. That was quotation marks that I did. Why haven't we we um, made those there? Yeah. Yeah. Man, like, come on. We can go. I mean, you know, when 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 uh when forty five said he mentioned his uh shithole countries, Haiti was one of them. You know, of course it was. Puerto Rico was another one too. He was over there. He was over there shooting 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 paper towels with them, like like he was in like he was in the like he was in the NBA, man. You know, like like he thought he thought he was back in his high school. I mean, his college basketball days at Warden and shit. Yeah, that was. God. You gonna sleep on tinfoil? But look, I'm I, I'm gonna give y'all some free game on how Haiti is uh has helped the United States in six key ways, man. Uh, during the late 1700s, Haiti was the richest colony in the world, making more money than the Spanish Empire. Mm-hmm. Damn. Look. Yeah. The, free game. Haiti history is really Cri- crazy. really crazy. Yeah. When the USA was battling against the English during the, during our revolution, um, France the the even though I. I I, I do take issue with French people and French culture because I've been there and I, I didn't really have great experiences. Mm. However, you know, if we want to talk about leftism, that they was the first ones to kick off the revolution against the monarchy, boy. You know, so you got to give them some credit a little bit. But um, <clears throat> yeah, after the English um, during during the, the American Revolution, uh, they made nine billion dollars off Haiti and, and and gave it to the U.S. in assistance. Why the mm. hell isn't that mentioned in any of the history books that I've seen? Oh man, CRT. <laughs> Oh well, then there you go. <laughs> you Actually, can't have that conversation Haiti about that. Was the was the first successful like slave revolt? Yeah, uh, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They defeated France for sure. That I mean, that's coming up. Oh, yeah. sorry. I, I was yeah. like, I was like, I didn't know if we were good at that. Spoiler. Like, hey. Yeah, sorry. Mm. Yeah, the money was instrumental in winning the uh, the war. Without Haitian money, there <clears throat> there may have not been a USA independence. 
Holy shit. Yeah. France used Haiti as a transient point to send military aid to America during the Revolutionary War. The gunpowder used came from Haiti. That pisses me off that I have not ever heard of this. Haiti sent over 500 men, including children as young as 12, to help in that war. And the future leader of Haiti <coughs> was one of those children, uh, Henry Christophe. Uh, Haiti revolted from Napoleon. The French put them under an embargo. What's a comparable country right now that's dealing with that? Uh, Cuba. I forgot what they call them. The economic sanctions they do over there. Yeah. It's, a, it's a proper they're, word for they're it. They're just uh, like economic sanctions. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just not doing any trade with them. So they're trying to make them poor, basically. Mm-hmm. Haiti was Haiti was forced to sell the land that they own here in the States. So without that, there would be no Louisiana. There would be no Arkansas. There would be no Oklahoma. There would be no Kansas. There would be no Missouri. Missouri. No. Mm-hmm. There would be no Iowa. There would be no Nebraska. No. The Louisiana Purchase, you know, Haiti played an essential role in that. Haiti, one of the poorest nations in the world. During the Civil War, Haiti was offering African Americans, slaves, to come over there as refuge. You know, I mean, we we was refugees 200 years ago, dog. (laughs) Like, leaving leaving from Nolens. This is going to make me cry. Yeah. I'm actually, like, kind of on the verge of tears. I mean, it's $21 billion in today's money that Haiti is, was in debt to France because they broke their freedom for enslavement. Still going on. Yeah. Uh, basically, France asked for, like, restitution from Haiti mm-hmm. for them <laughs> freeing themselves from slavery. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, you cost us quite a bit of money by not having all that free labor. Yeah. And then, and then the United States military, after Haiti let them free, they decided to go over there and raid their uh, they, um, gold reserves. Mm-hmm. 40%. Of like, Haiti's national income. Part of the reason Paris is so nice is because of Haiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of that money, you know? Mm-hmm. And Paris is a beautiful city, man. I've been there. Beautiful city. It is. And the fact that none of this is talked about, I know that I've already said it, but, like, that I never knew anything. All I knew from about Haiti as a kid was that it was a poor country that suffered earthquakes. I never mm-hmm. learned anything else all throughout my education. And yeah. not until this moment today did I know that they had such a rich history. Yeah. Yeah. Now I knew some of this. I didn't know it all. But uh shout out to an Instagram page, Know Your Caribbean. Everybody go look that up. They give a pretty good history on the Caribbean influence on you know, colonialism, revolution, yeah. the whole nine. Socialism. Yeah. I was like the only reason I know is because I listen to history podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like without that I wouldn't have known any of that about Haiti. Because same. I, I, I growing up we don't learn that. But uh agents of uh, border terrorists is what I like to call them. <laughs> Cracking whips out here talking about this is how you treat your women. How you treat your women. Yeah, how you treat your your women, you know. And we can go on and jump into the next segment on that. That was a good one. Yeah, Boom. I mean, that's how I set it up, man. You Yahtzee. Know, I'm, Yahtzee, baby. You know? <laughs> Yahtzee. 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 I mean, I had some more with that with that particular segment, yeah. but yeah, yeah, we can we can move it on. I was like, I think we you can know? talk for like seven hours on Yeah, this. we can yeah. talk for like seven hours. Um, but the next segment is talking about the Gabby Petrino case should spark a greater conversation about how America promotes rape culture mm. and how we really treat our women. Pretty sure everybody heard two weeks ago, Simone Biles, the U.S. women's gymnast team, went up before Congress and testified about their experiences with FBI, with the FBI investigating Larry Nassar yeah. and how he, he went 30, 40 years with molesting women and just didn't, didn't see no recourse. And shout out to uh, Professor Shadi again. He sparked this debate in class. So we just... Yeah. He asked us to pick story ideas, you know, and how do you expound upon that news? And that day I was like, well, it just needs to be a, a bigger conversation about how we treat women, man. So Amen. let's go, Sylvia. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well, 
just from hearing about the case, my cousin was posting a lot about like abusive relationships on um, Facebook, and she was. That's how I learned about the Gabby case and everything. And it, I was, it annoyed me a lot because um, we, in our in, in America, we tell women like dress a certain way, um, always look out for yourself, carry pepper spray. But why aren't we teaching men, or like you know everybody? Why aren't we teaching everybody to just not do that to people? To women, to men, to anyone. Why Why aren't we doing that? Tom, go ahead and tell you correctly. <laughs> I love that we just both go. You got to tan down, man. You know, this, this makes my blood boil, man. Like, I got a 10-year-old daughter, dude she's going to have to come into this world and this is this is what we doing you know like i wasn't i wasn't this guy 10 15 years ago either america you know i grew up in the same place everybody else so uh i definitely uh feel bad about some of the things that i've done to women over my time you know like we're we're all victims of it pretty much um men in america by this toxic culture on how we sexualize women and and how we look at them as they have no value and i used to be a part of that um yeah. uh but experiences i had in my life had me go the opposite direction you know even even when i was when i was young before i made this kind of you know i guess transition to um to left-leaning thinking about how we treat our women um i knew so many girls coming up that had been sexually assaulted oh yeah like like it's a it's a common thing like if you really have intimate conversations with women that's something that they'll tell you I don't know how many girls from my teenage early 20s man but if I throw a percentage on it man like 60 70 percent had been through some some sort of sexual assault you know yeah I was thankfully never I have never been assaulted and I hope to God I never will be thank God um but I've had so many friends tell me like all the all the shit that they've been through I'm like oh my god yeah, I can't imagine. And like, I got, I've been so paranoid my whole life because like I have mental illnesses like BPD, but um, I, I now am more paranoid because like I'm always washing my back when I'm walking by myself and I get scared. Like I barely venture out of campus because of how scared I am. Hmm. I mean, yeah. yes, you should be. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Like, because for me, like I'm a bigger guy. <laughs> You're a white guy. I grew up in the country. Whenever I came to the city, I never really felt any fear at all. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't realize was a power of privilege <laughs> uh, <laughs> until, like, I mean, I was with my wife and she was talking about how, you know, she didn't like parking garages or, you know, different things like that. Or it was, uh, we share a car now and she keeps turning off the uh, dome light when you open your door. And I was like, why? And she was like, well, because it announces that you're, you, the, v, the door is open. You can come in, you know, you can rob me you know, assault me, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like, I would never think of anything like that. Like, I wouldn't think about like walk with keys between your knuckles when you're by yourself, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you sit and talk to women or you, you know, women like, yeah, I was just like, I would never No, yeah. not, not a day. I mean, America has a gun problem. So a lot of men walk around here with guns, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> we got um, 10 million punishers out here, <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody some fucking, uh, raged out PTSD having, <laughs> Yeah, you know, psycho with a with six handguns, you know. But I, I don't know, man. I I guess we <laughs> challenge let's challenge them to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where we at in America. But but still, all women walk around, especially single women. They walking mm-hmm. around with some sort of weapon. You you can guarantee that. I don't care if it's mace. I don't Something. care if it's, you know, I'm going to stab you in the throat with the key if I got to. That's what I got. I carry around <laughs> my key all the time. You know, yeah. switch. Key in my dorm room. Switch blade. Yeah. 
Yeah, my wife carries a knife. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I still need to get one. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, just I, the, the, to me, that's it's just it's so it's sad that that exists. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's it, sad that we have to protect ourselves. Yeah, like yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying like, no, the no, no, mindset I, I get, of I like it's ridiculous. Be carefree. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 what I'm saying is like that that the elements exist and where that's necessary because that's a learned behavior. You don't default to that. I think you default to being like I trust people. And you know, walking around, but you know, so it's a it's a learned thing to be like, you know, watch for creepy dudes, watch for you know this, watch for this. It's, and it's, uh, it's sad that like with most men that I am around, mm-hmm. I get very nervous around them because I don't know them, right? And so like I don't know what's going to happen. And I just get scared, mm-hmm. and like then I feel start feeling bad and guilty that like <laughs> this person might be a good person, and I'm nervous around them because I feel like they're gonna assault me. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing too is. Like, because Lawrence and I are in the same uh, age group. Yep. Um, so for me, yeah, growing up, like I had brothers. I didn't have any sisters. No, I don't. Either. I don't either. I got three younger brothers. Yeah. Like I didn't grow up around women. You know. So it was <laughs> my poor early now ex girlfriends <laughs> had to like get you. I like broke me into being like, oh, women. This is how women work. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was always viewed as like different. And, and like only recently have I like because my wife's a very much so a feminist. So we have conversations like this, but like only until, I mean, maybe 10 years ago, like I, 10, 12, 15, something like that. But did I start to be like, this sounds terrible. Like they're just people like, yeah. <laughs> like, like where it's We're like, human. yeah, like it's We're not, not objects. like platonic relationships are okay. Like, oh, yeah. you don't, thank you. Know, like, thank you. You know, thank like you. things like that thank where you. it's like everything does, isn't around sexuality. You know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's fine. Cause like it was always, I don't know. I don't know if that was a product of environment or no, it's a what. product. It's a product of just disgusting men. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, I was it's, like, it's kind of like the Jordan Peterson complex. Women yeah. can't wear lipstick and, and makeup to work. Cause it, I, I want to jump their bones. <laughs> I, I, I well, can't control maybe, myself. Maybe you, know? you guys control yourself or I'll sleeve. Yeah. Well, so that's the we thing. We have a right to express ourselves. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like growing up. It was always like I said, brothers. I played football, so you know you got all that jocks, <laughs> all that jock shit. So it was, it, you know, constantly objectifying women. You know, constantly, I grew up, constantly, I grew up predominantly around women. Yeah. My mom had lots. We have. I have like twenty six cousins on my mom's side. Most of them are female. Uh-huh. And so we've always talked about stuff like protecting ourselves and yeah. um, that. This isn't the way it should be, but mm-hmm. we have to because that's how society is. Yeah, and that's my mom. My mom's side of the family is like really conservative, and mm-hmm. so it's really interesting that they even know that it's not right. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, and they'll go vote against their own interests because I'm mm-hmm. telling you, the, the <laughs> yeah. right, the right ain't giving a damn about women. They're really not. Like literally, the way just I mean, this can go back to Abbott and um this abortion law. You know, mm-hmm. like shout out the real news for Zach wrote about that. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Zeller uh, wrote about that. Uh, go check it out. R- really great article on Real News about the Texas abortion law. Like, this is what it is. I mean, speaking of that, I mean, we got a clip of my man right here. You know, I had this one queued up too. You know, I'm ready, man. I'm. They had me motivated this week, man. <laughs> Greg Abbott, Texas governor. Carry a pregnancy to term. Uh, it doesn't require that at all because uh, obviously uh, it provides uh, at least six weeks. Uh, for a person uh, to be able to uh, get an abortion. And so for one, it doesn't provide that. That said, however, let's make something very clear. Let's make something clear too. To his left, 
is Dan Patrick, the guy that we was talking about earlier that was uh we're being invaded and invoked the the Jesus. you know section four of the Constitution sitting sitting right next to him to his right and you telling me these these Nazis you know neo Nazis fascists whatever you want to call them are not sitting up in smoke filled rooms cooking this cooking it up same guy they hate the word intersectionality <laughs> but ain't none of this rugged individualism. Yeah, <laughs> you know this ain't this ain't what this ain't what Prager you and Will Witt trying to come to oh, campus and damn. sell us next week. You know, um, as as somebody who is who claims to be pro life, it's um, coordinated. I yeah, I claim to be pro life and everything, and but something I've learned a lot of is that you just cannot control people, and if you are banning abortion, you are literally limiting and trying to control somebody's body. Yeah, and so at the end of the day, are you really going to want to control somebody's body, like that's taking away their right to life? Mm-hmm. as well yeah as like because and the lungs don't develop until 21 weeks so for me i've really just like started to like condition myself to be like then it's okay because it's not a, it's not truly alive yet until it just starts breathing i've seen a real live miscarriage it's not life until it it's not breathing. life until it starts breathing yeah and most people from what i have read and um, researched most people don't get abortions after 21 weeks no it's almost it's almost literally impossible. I mean, if you talk to women, it ain't like women just out here like, oh, just I'm on, uh, just like uh, they just they just want every man they they have sex with to to ejaculate them, and they be like, yeah. oh well, I'm pregnant again. Let's yeah, let's have yeah. another kid. Like this ain't this ain't 60 years ago where like my grandma's generation they ain't had no choice. Mm-hmm. What choice they have on on how many kids they could have? Yeah, and I mean this this ties back into this abortion is all, all also about the purity of white women, you know. We don't want y'all having other people's babies, so we gonna tie y'all down and we gonna make sure you have ours, like Ugh. straight up. Definitely, definitely gonna chill down my spine. I mean, hey man, we gonna be real. We gonna be real. <laughs> mm. This is this is what it's about. But let, let's continue with my man, uh, Greg Abbott, right here. Rape is a crime, and Texas will work tirelessly to make sure that we eliminate all rapists from the streets of Texas by aggressively going out and uh, arresting them and prosecuting them and getting them off the streets. So goal number one in the state of Texas is to eliminate rape so that no woman, no person, will be a victim of rape. But in, it, but in addition to that, we do want to make sure that we provide support for those who are victims of rape. We'll support you provide, dog. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and you know it's not like it's I mean w- I mean what is this Minority Report <laughs> like Texas <laughs> Texas got some machine where they can they can figure Rapist, out you know, they can figure out the rape of man's thoughts before he go in there and and do what he do climb through you know slit a screen and climb through a window. He literally was his idea to say that oh because there's not a rape exception to this law no big deal we'll just get rid of all the rape. Yeah. Is that literally what he just said? Yeah, that's what he just said. And I, and, and I mean, rape and incest used to be the line. They didn't went way for. They didn't went way further oh right in that, man, you know? Yeah, don't worry. We'll just get rid of rape. Yeah, we just, we'll, <laughs> yeah. Literally we'll, what just we'll just outlaw rape. Something that, that like, because you're just going to throw them in prison, are you not going to rehabilitate them? Because yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Like, if you just throw them back them in prison. Get them off the and streets. Then, but then once they get back on the streets, they're just going to do it again because they didn't learn. At all. Like, yeah. the idea of, like, get them off the street. Like, do yeah. you just think people are prowling out there with rapist T-shirts? <laughs> just, <laughs> just where, like, where are they women at? I'm like, going no, it. it's not that easy. It's, it's not like you just go. If you if you got on a White Lives Matter T-shirt, <laughs> I don't know, boy. <laughs> 
You know, they good at they they, they good at reappropriating. You know, <laughs> they definitely are. But you know, they want to talk about rape, man. But th- there was a there was an, a stupendous ad by the Midas Touch that was put out a couple weeks ago. I want y'all to hear it about some of the. These are people, uh, right leaning people that are in government, in a church, in a lot of places that harbor conservative thinking and conservative ideology in in, in America. And this podcast. It's a media company where they they do attack ads on Republicans, but they did a really good job on doing this this um montage of of the different thoughts that these particular conservatives have on right. The following are real uncensored statements from Republicans about rape and reproductive rights. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> rape is kind of like the weather. If it's inevitable, relax and enjoy it. The Clayton fuck? Williams. It's really rare. If it's Clayton Williams. Ex- Excuse me? Ex-representative of Texas. Don't let your blood boil so much. We ain't done. It's we, good. I, it's good. We, ain't done. we got some hits over here, boy. Like, <laughs> these, these are some real hits right here, man. Just listen up. It's a legitimate rape. The female body has ways to try and shut that whole thing down. Todd Aiken. Todd Aiken. I'm confused. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's the reason Claire McCaskill got reelected. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, just being like yeah. Yeah. he was such a bad that Republicans heard that and were like, nah. What is it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That that was like, then. That was twenty. That was twenty some odd years ago. That yeah. don't exist now. They I hear know. they hear that and, and, and I mean, it's a it's a total bait and switch on that. Now. If you're conservative, <laughs> they will support you. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's but why that's like, far, having us separated like that doesn't really help. But then again, legitimate right, dude. This is yeah. the, this is what he said. The, the no. body has ways to shut that down. How? 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 He, Explain he, that to me. Basically, does, does, does the vagina just close? <laughs> he had this mystical idea that basically he cited some random study because I remember this. I was looked into it because I people like because I ran into somebody who was trying to defend it, and I was like, "There's literally no way to defend this." <laughs> you like, you actually met somebody that yeah, had tried yeah, to defend yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, I'm, man. I'm from Odessa, Missouri. By oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I couldn't even. You know what? I probably came across man a couple of. Them. I, you know, right now thinking about it, I, I definitely know some, yeah. but I ain't, they ain't never they ain't never go that far. And so he was citing some things, saying that you know, because the question was. Is abortion okay in the in the instance of rape? And so he was citing a bad study oh, that God. said um, basically when women get raped they don't usually get pregnant. Um, <laughs> basically, and so that's what he was getting at. He was like, so if it's a legitimate it's quote a le- rape, legitimate. <laughs> That's not how this works. This is this is what I'm saying. Either man. way, it's bad. It was yeah. one of those like your explanation's almost worse. This is <laughs> like that's really bad. They be hitting these the th- these the uh the sources up hard, boy. <laughs> 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 trying to trying to sully this language, man, to make it sound wholesome, you know. But this is ex ex representative Todd Aiken from, from mm-hmm. Missouri. I mean, he thinks he's running for senator. He thinks the female vagina <laughs> is like a hydraulic jack. <laughs> when a foreign object comes in there, it puts 300 psi pressure on <laughs> that joint and chop it off. <laughs> Body got a way of shutting that down. Dumb. Body's got a way of shutting that down. If we, if that was happening, then why, why is there rain? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. look, he think he think the the vagina is Lorraine and Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he think. But let's continue. Yeah. 
Rape victims should make the best of a bad situation. Except what God is giving to you. Rick Santorum. Oh my God, except what God is giving you. I don't think God would agree with that. He didn't give her that. In, in. I mean, we can tie religion into this too, into yeah. this whole white supremacist narrative. I mean, the 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 Turner Diaries explicitly states that that this was God's mission for for Aryan men to sure. rule and dominate the earth, definitely, and get rid of the scum that is non-white people. Like these these are words that's in there. Go look it up. <clears throat> Rick Santorum. He he was on CNN just six months ago. Don't don't <laughs> Google Santorum though. <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. You will find a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of Nazi propaganda, <laughs> oh, man. God. A whole no. slew. Have you actually have you have you looked up have you Googled Rick Santorum before? Not I have, but not lately. Okay, so <laughs> they don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it um, because um, he's so you know very conservative and like very buttoned up and and pretty yeah, proper. Super. Um, some internet people, <laughs> some oh, no. people, uh, got it to be such a way that when you Googled his name, you saw a very disturbing sex act over and over and over again. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, if you look up his name on Urban Dictionary, try that, and that'll kind of describe what you'd, you'd see if you Googled Rick Santorum. <laughs> hey, hey, viewers, hit up, hit up, hit up Rue Radio on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, what y'all thoughts on that, man? Or, or <laughs> kruradio at, at gmail.com, man. E- email us. Let us know your thoughts on that, man. But back to back to, to, to Tricky Rick over here. Yeah. Even when life begins in that horrible situation of rape, that it is something that God intended to happen. Richard Murdoch. In the emergency room, they have what's called rape kits, where a woman can get cleaned out. Jody Lobenberg. Okay, see, I just want to quickly state, like, God intended, because I'm just going to put this in from a religious point of view so mm-hmm. that people who are religious that are listening to us can, like, see it from, you know, another religious person's point of view. Um, God gave us free will. So he didn't intend for that shit to happen, all right? So it's that person's fault, and that woman has a right to, um, you know, get rid of that fetus because it's not alive yet. So, yeah, there you go. <sighs> If not Keep for it rolling, man. Uh oh. This one, my favorite right here, y'all. If not for rape and incest, there be population, any population left. left Steve King. Wait, what do you say? Oh, you want to rewind? Yes, please. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's get cleaned out. Clean around. Clean them out. If not for rape and incest, would there be any population left? Steve King. Excuse you? <laughs> Representative from Iowa, man. They finally voted him out. Flash. Yeah, do, finally. Do you but, think but that he had been in Congress don't for... have children out of love? What? I, don't I mean, this is this, this is some real Genghis Khan thinking right here. No, you know? yeah, this is like some this, this is like the Crusades all over again in his brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going through an episode. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. I mean, I mean what does that say about Iowa? <laughs> Man, the uh, freaking cornfields. Joni Joni Erst is is yeah. is the governor up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she putting on Hollywood productions, probably blowing up cars with social socialism on them next too. Man, you know, a bunch of performance art, <laughs> sophistry. That's a good word for y'all, man. You know, here's your word Great of the word. day. But yeah, that's Steve right there. It would be no population left without rape and incest. And, and Apparently, I, I'm a little concerned about this guy's relatives. Now, Steve King, are you worried that the population isn't growing enough? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is that really? Do you need more of us? Like, is that really the problem? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Crazy, nuts, like, man. What a weird. <laughs> what but this is this a long ass. I'm just gonna let it play. Okay. 
She was dressed like a 21-year-old prostitute. Uh-oh. Excuse that's the, you? That, that's the Jordan Peterson girl. Greta said, girl, you can't show up to the office in a, in a nice-fitting dress and some makeup and your hair done. You know, lipstick on. You wear lipstick. That just make me want to just attack you. you but know? men can go around without shirts on. All day. I mean, I'm at 39, I still got a nice body. I pull my shirt off whenever <laughs> I can, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are days I wish I could. Could go ahead and pop this thing up. You know, like, hey, days man. I wish I could do that. I I, I look, can't. I work hard for that, man. You know, I, I like I like to show off a little bit. Now, right. let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> this get this getting a little too far. <laughs> Students should show up in proper attire. Students, I mean, hey, we can go to KU, man. Nope. Oh. We all know what happened over there a few few weeks ago with the sorority. You know, oh, she yeah. talking about a 20 year old college student looking like a prostitute, victim blaming, mm. slut shaming. Jeez. We don't slut shame in this house, damn it. Disgusting, man. I mean, this is another one from Florida. Woman, Kathleen. Kathleen Pasadomo said this about an 11 year old girl gang raped it's in Texas by 18 men. If a woman has Hold the up. right to uh, an abortion, why shouldn't a man be able to use his superior strength to force himself on a woman? At least the rapist's pursuit of sexual freedom doesn't, in most cases, result in anyone's death. Oh my God! Ah! These are people's actual words. These these are representatives Jesus. in America. These people need to be medicated. That's what I say. <laughs> that is insane. If I'm and medicated, nuts, man. If I have to be medicated, they definitely need to be medicated. Good God! I mean, America people go slip drugs and girls drinks every night mm. to do these type of things, man. But th she said, they said an 11-year-old girl mm -hmm. gang raped by 18 men. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine the shit that she's gone through right now and if she's still functioning. It's still, it's still alive, yeah. you know? Jesus. Oh. Lawrence Lachman. What is the value of that life? And is it subordinate to the value of its host body? Jose Oliva. This is the Republican Party. Never forget. <laughs> I won't. Vote them out jeez i mean great ad man shout out to the midas touch boy <laughs> oh it's the midas touch i think yeah. i watched them yeah i mean they 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 do some great ads man they took the willie horton ad and they they put it on steroids <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> for the left man another, I, I appreciate the midas touch man i do yeah. you know another I, youtube I, channel that's really good is the uh, lincoln project they're pretty yeah. good. <sighs> they they are they're because they're Republican, but the thing is, they do not agree with the conservatives right now. Yeah, they no, are they don't. But they created this mess, man. Steve Smith and hell yeah, like they, they look back did. at they they they, they are complicit, and it's good that they that they seen the writing on the wall. I mean, Steve Smith has been a real critic, man. He said something the other day that was that was really poignant on MSNBC, and it's like these cats are really sowing chaos, but out here talking about law and order, like they don't <laughs> they don't believe in any democratic version of government anymore and i don't mean democrat as a party like just democratic ideas man it's yeah black people mm. it's state property out here man get down or lay down <laughs> like Jeez. like this is where we at man like it's <laughs> mask off man <laughs> i mean how many how many how many rap references i gotta give <laughs> you know future man mask, mask off like they ain't playing out here man this ain't Dead Presidents, a uh, great song by Jay-Z back in the day. Uh, okay. you know, he a billionaire now. He working with the NFL and all the rest of these clowns. So I don't know. I'm kind of mm. iffy on him these days, too. But Jay-Z, you know, you've been great to the culture. But, yeah, man, uh, Dead Presidents out here, man, they they walking up with 12 gauges on you, boy. They ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they not playing right now, you know? 
when it comes to raping American and women, we definitely live in a rape culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they just got R. Kelly a couple of days ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he right. walked around here for 40 years, dude. 40 years. Yeah. And he, uh, like, he had, like, a ring. He had, like, a whole group of people working for him. I mean, people forget that, like, he got married to Aaliyah. Yeah. When she was underage. 15 years old, dude. Yeah. And, I mean, that even that even speaks to I mean, rape, it, rape like, culture with men. Like, if you he just was molested. Listen, yeah, if you just listen to the songs. Man, <laughs> like, like, Draft in the Closet. I mean, like, all the, like, he's basically telling you. He's telling you, man. I'm hurting. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Age is just a number. Yeah. Age Jesus. is just a number. You know, like, there. It's just a number when you're uh, uh, up the age of consent. When and, you're past yeah. that, then, then, yeah. And I still know women. That's how you know. They, you know, America is really good at brainwashing people against their own self interest. Because I know women right now who still will just, like, man, look, he ain't do all of that. Bruh. I still, I still, I gotta listen to R. Kelly song, man. You know, it still, it still come on at all. all, 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 all a lot understand. of the black family events, you know, they out here want to do do the little two step dance. I don't want to do none of that, man. Like, I do understand the man made good music. Yeah, he made good music. <laughs> he really that's did. cool. That, that's cool. He but really did. But man, he's a real piece he's a of monster, shit as a person. man. Yeah, he's yeah. a monster. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Every the fact sh- it, takes, it takes so long to convict these people is sickening. I mean, yeah. and they don't even get that long in prison sometimes. It's like, well, he's it's like mandatory ten up to life. Like all these people around they, R. Kelly, man. Is, are they even are really rehabilitating any of these people? No, nah, probably not. Nah, the then criminal justice system don't rehabilitate. It's, it's they punitive. don't really, yeah, it's punitive. They don't rehabilitate anyone at this Jesus. point. You know, yeah. you want you you want some insight into that? Michelle Alexander's book, The New Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. You know, it 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 it'll give you a lot of free game on on the on the criminal justice system and how it's how it's evolved over the last forty years. Um but yeah man, R. Kelly, sorry bro. I ain't got no love for you no more, man. Like I understand he made great music, but every time you streaming R. Kelly, he getting paid. That's going towards his legal fees. Mm-hmm. So he can try to get out of jail for for raping and molesting women, kidnapping women. You know? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Look man. I mean like to people who don't believe it, I mean you see that Gail King interview? <laughs> <laughs> like that's all you need to know. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, that, that, look, like man. you don't have to watch, you know, uh, you know, surviving R. Kelly to know. Nope. Just watch about ten minutes of that Gail King video nope. <laughs> or that Gail King interview, and uh, this is pretty obvious. Yeah, we got yeah. we, we got to turn the corner, America. Uh, I mean, just back to the start of this conversation with with the Gabby girl. Like mm-hmm. the police had that guy and them together a few days before he died, and they let him go. And she told the police that it was an altercation and she started it, you know? She victim-blamed herself and now they can't find her. And his family is, um, I'm pretty sure his family has helped this dude go go missing. How? Thing is, with my family, like, or like, I, I hope so with most family, if you do something bad, you better turn yourself in or else we're going to turn you in, honey. <laughs> all right? Especially if it's, like, abusing somebody, all right? Go get rehabilitated. But we can't even trust that system, so never mind. Nah, yeah. we can't, man. Can't like, trust anybody. We just well, <laughs> there are social services available. You know, like <laughs> uh, it ain't many. Well, yeah. I just mean like if anger management, yeah, you know, spouse abuse. They they have those things, mm-hmm. you know, programs and stuff. Yeah, they do, man. And they, they only do. work as good as you want them to. You know, mm-hmm. so like if the person nobody changes unless they want to change. So, <sighs> yeah, it's sad, man. You know, mm-hmm. I know grown men right now who still up to high school thinking on how to obtain sex from a woman. It's probably sometimes nefarious, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And it disgusts me. 
You talk to women. I know women have been kidnapped in a city traveling. Somebody drops something and they drink. They wake up in a bathtub butt naked. Like that happens every day in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the military, we had stand downs, which were trainings on sexual assault in the military at least four times, three to four times a year. You go on deployment. Some dude ain't had no sex in months. He likes some girl. He take it, slip some in her drink. All this is documented, and we still just move around like it's like it's nothing. We have to change. Uh, to end it off, I'm just gonna play a clip by um, Ali Velshi, great journalist on MSNBC. Um, I'm not really a liberal news watcher, but I get his due some respect for coming out here and saying what he's saying. Americans have an obsession with crime. It often leads our local news. We're glued to TV shows about it. And we get fully invested, for good reason, in some of the gripping stories of kidnapped women and murderous spouses, mostly men, that flash across our screens. But our concern about violence against women is imperfect, or at least incomplete, because when looked at in its totality, crimes and injustices against women go unsolved, uncovered, and unpunished at alarming rates around the world. The death of Gabby Petito has captivated the nation. Her boyfriend, who police say remains a person of interest in the investigation, is still missing. What happened to Gabby Petito is horrible, and her case deserves the attention it's getting. And so do the stories of thousands of women who have shared a similar fate. Ashley Loring was only 20 years old when she disappeared from the Blackfoot Indian Reservation in Montana in June of 2017. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's a a pretty substantial number of, like, yeah, uh, indigenous na- women. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that ties into what mm-hmm. I mentioned, I, I talked to you about last week, that we need to talk about this, like indigenous women going missing, and that's been a big thing, apparently, but nobody's covering it. Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, I mean, Gabby Petito, that was everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And she was she was from Florida in, where was that, Wyoming? Yeah. And it made national news, and you got plenty of indigenous women in, in that state, probably hundreds that have been missing. But let, mm-hmm. let's continue with Allie's, Allie's uh, little monologue here. The family received a tip that Ashley was seen running from a vehicle on the reservation the night that she vanished. The family did its own search and found Ashley's sweater and a pair of red-stained boots in a desolate area, evidence that was turned over to law enforcement for DNA testing. The family says it never got the results, and Ashley remains missing. This is far from being just an American problem. Sabrina Rosette was murdered at the Tusi Reserve in British Columbia, Canada, in June of 2019. Canada just had a big thing we talked about a couple weeks ago where they found all of those mass graves. Canada's version of, of re-education camps in the, uh, yeah. back in the early of 20th century, you yeah, know? Yeah, they were trying to get yeah indigenous people to learn how to be white, mm-hmm. Learn <laughs> yeah. how to be Europe, uh, uh, <laughs> European settler colonists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just sad because they have such an enriched culture and that um, that was taken away from them because we white people oh i mean like they literally like pull them away real early to mm-hmm. like super early to <coughs> acclimate them to yeah western kinda, culture it's kind of like what china doing to uyghur muslims right now yeah mm. straight just just straight atrocities and and they justified this through religion like that's the scariest part about religion to mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. no matter what how heinous it is any crime could be justified based on somebody's religious beliefs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that is that is just that's fundam- that's fundamentally terrifying to religion me. shouldn't be used as a justification for anything. I mean, but it is. I mean we just went yeah. through a whole rape clip where three yeah. of them mentioned God. Yeah. yeah. Explicitly. Like do not put God to this. <laughs> well, I mean, 
part of that, I think, at least in the U.S., is the legal protection of religious people. So it's almost like a I plead the fifth. Yeah, <laughs> or I get it's a, like I no, get no, a free no, pass. no, it was a religion. It was religion. It was religion. That's why I raped her. I mean, seriously, if you look at like Scientology and they're that that's why they wanted to be a religion yes. was to get out of you know paying taxes yep. to get out of you know yep. it, there's a lot of benefits. Yeah, to, to being, being to a, being a religious yeah. institution, man. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about rice hustlers, man. You know, you y'all the invisible man hustlers. <laughs> For real. Invisible I'm I'm sorry, my religious people. I'm sorry, man. But <sighs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I am agnostic, but I but I can't just be that. I I can't be vile like that. So I apologize to all my religious people mm-hmm. in my audience. I'm trying to turn over a new lease, man. Because you would have called me two weeks ago. I probably would have said screw you after I said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm trying to turn over a new leaf, man. I'm trying trying to turn over. But that is, I mean, that clip goes on for for four minutes and seventeen seconds, man. Just uh, naming indigenous yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. And just Bless I, mean, that man. I I can't believe like has DNA evidence. And does nothing. Yeah, I mean, here we go back to police budgets. We can tie it all the way back to the beginning, man. Yeah. Uh, if we were, if we increase their budget, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to change. Mm-mm. If you yeah. take away their budget, they're going to be like, oh my god, oh my god, like scrambling I, around. I think, yeah, you just got to reprioritize. Like, I think yeah. as a society, I, we've moved further than like where the police started and where they are. And it's you got to just change. You need to redo training. <laughs> well, yeah. no, 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 not like, even that. Like, I'm no, saying like, like structurally. Yeah, structurally yeah. from from the yeah. The, we need to break to down our interpersonal relationships with women <clears throat> from the ground up. Yeah. If if, if America is really going going to move forward in a positive direction, you know, and and having us have a, a more functioning and cohesive relationship between men and women, having women as plutonic friends so you can look at them as human versus a piece of meat is is essential. You yeah. know. Like, uh, I encourage my men out here because, I mean, we're, we're isolated. Like, I don't have many men in my life where I can even have these conversations with, which is frustrating, you know? Like, I'm I'm looked at, at the clown or the, the gay guy, you know what I mean? To, yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to put it bluntly. Yeah. Because I speak like this about women and women's rights. Like, mm-hmm. thing I'm, is, I, I have not experienced that recently, especially here at UMKC. I have many guy friends. Oh, not here. Not, yeah. not, not on yeah, this yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. UMKC is a... Yeah, you're gonna be. It's good. It's good. The, yeah, the millennial man uh, wants to be the boomer guy so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're 100 percent right. You're 100. Don't look at me with that straight face. Uh, look, oh my god, that's so. Damn, I wish that wasn't so right. <laughs> I, I am rolling up on 40 right now. Uh huh. And black men. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a black dude, so I mean, honestly, I got a lot of black friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I grew up in segregated Kansas City, you know, so I, my, my opportunity to to, so. to be around white culture in this area was limited, you know, yeah. Not, no fault of mine. OK, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I really delved off into American culture. I ain't gonna say white culture um, being in the military. Learned a whole lot. You know, I learned the good, the bad, the ugly, the whole nine. But um, black friends, man, that I swear if you were here, if you hear him talk, you it would sound like the the guys from the hard hat rides in the seventies and stuff, you know, NYC man. <laughs> like seriously though, like you would have thought you was talking to Archie Bunker or somebody. Yeah, seriously, and it's, and like it's, it's, it's disgusting, y'all. I'm just gonna be frank. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I mean, it. I think what you're even getting at is like progressive commercials understand that. That's mm-hmm. the, like you're becoming your parents. Yeah, you know I, that whole yeah. thing. God. Everybody our age sees that, and we're like, "Oh my God, they're 100 percent right." I, I, look, but the problem is, is like you can't do that with your 
views. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, hey, you can like going to Home Depot <laughs> or whatever. Uh, Lowe's, I think, is the better one. I don't remember. There's I, a difference. I don't remember. I think it's Lowe's. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to Home Depot because uh, Home Depot, you know, he's he, he was rolling with 45 hard. He got some, there it is. Yeah, he yeah. got some. He got some real. He got <laughs> he got some material out there, boy. Go check him out. <laughs> check yeah. out his mixtape. I was like, I was like, I can't remember on, which on workers' rights. See, this is <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like with for me. My wife does all the, that type of shopping. <laughs> like, I'm more likely to get groceries than go to the hardware store. Man, who are you yeah. telling? I feel who, uncomfortable. Who are you telling? At a hardware store. Like, I don't. I don't feel uncomfortable. Like, I'm really good with my hands. I can fix a, a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I go to the grocery store. Yeah. Like, that's another thing, America. Gender roles. Mm-hmm. Like, Amen. like these these hierarchical systems. Yeah. Are what are dividing us? Look what they stole from us, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like that's really how I view all of this. Like, if 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 we didn't have the existence of these hierarchical relationships or patriarchal relationships, mm-hmm. then the relationships between men and women, whether it was intimate, whether it was platonic, it would really be more cohesive. It would be more like a team effort than more yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm positioning for for stupid power dynamics that, yeah, honestly, are just old played out ideas, man. You know, yeah. And not only that, I mean, I think a lot of that, a lot of this stuff has to do with identity, like people put so much identity into like I'm a man so that means I've got to be stoic and you know like all this stuff and it's like as a kid I wanted to be buff and tall and when (laughs) I figured out I was not going to be five foot nine and I stopped growing at five foot seven I was devastated (laughs) I'm still a little devastated Oh man, you want to talk about a real man right now? I got Ooh. one for you, man. This, this clip got skipped early. We about to leave on this one. All right, uh, we got my man because you know we we oh, got to get ready yeah. for the for the Will Witt show next week. <laughs> <laughs> Look, UMKC go sign up Eventbrite, Pearson Hall, man. We want everybody there. Yep, join but, us. Uh, check out his mentor or his dad, Stephen Crowder, man. You know he sits. Mm. Now this is how they rap conservative ideology into comedy. Yeah, because this is supposed to be like a comedy show, but it ain't comedy. I don't find anything that he's saying funny. But if you look at just conservative comedy over the decades, they don't really have any content. The only content is impugning or denigrating or, or discriminating or yeah. or, mm-hmm. or making jokes about somebody of another race. Yep, you know, or or making fun of women Thanks. or gay people or whatever. You know, anything that was non-white and non-male. But this is Stephen Crowder who sits on the set every day uh, with two holsters to project that he's just, you know, he's John Wayne out here. He, he buff, you know, he'd be on Instagram showing his little workout pics or whatever, you know, but this is it. No problem with a black James Bond. As long as it's the girl who played precious. Right. No. Oh, what? (laughs) But the issue here is go super woke. Why do you need a black? Super woke. This is, this is why we don't use those words because they've, they've been appropriated Mm -hmm. or created by them. Like, I was having a conversation with friends. Like, I don't even use that word. Like, my spotty senses go off when I hear somebody use that word. Like, yeah. every time. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, but here we go. Black James Bond. This is the issue when people talk about it. It's like you're injecting race where it doesn't need to be. And yeah. let me just say this one thing. This is one area when people talk about it, black James Bond. There is no lack of representation of black American men in the action hero genre if you were to have will smith at his peak right will smith men in black independence day and run it opposite a james bond vehicle on the same weekend will smith would have decimated it will smith Easily. denzel washington for crying out loud they tried to sell us jamie fox as an action hero <laughs> Sh- shaft there are plenty of black then name more than one but check this out man like the bond series it's been a different actor every single time it ain't even american <laughs> he, he that dumb. 
<laughs> like like off top, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you really want to break down media, uh, his talking point was that they trying to sell a black James Bond with American actors. Name an American who played James Bond. Name one. No, they're all British actors. They're oh, all they British are, actors. I'm Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Other guys, a bunch of guys from the seventies and eighties, man, they all dead now. <laughs> Most of them. Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Uh, uh, it was another Roger dude, man. But look, look dude, like this is a fictional character, <laughs> like a fictional character. And, and, and if we want to look at the at the reverse of this, like how many times I didn't dress up somebody in blackface, dude? Mm. Like historical, like real people who existed. <laughs> we talking, we talking about a novel that that made movie gold, a, a franchise. I mean, well, what? James Bond came came out 15, 20 years before I was alive. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously, though. Um, I mean, Al Jolson, <laughs> you know, like, a lot of people don't realize that basically a white guy. Yeah. In blackface. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could look at the, um, what, what was the, the Egypt movie not too long ago where they dressed up oh, uh, Prince of Egypt? No. Matthew McConaughey yeah, as a pharaoh, yeah. you know? Throw, throwbacks like uh, Birth of a Nation, man. D.W. Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, and that was inspiration for the guy early from Turner Diaries. I didn't, I didn't get to that part, you know. Just to tie it all in, man. Intersectionality, another word for the day. I'm pissing y'all off, <laughs> but we gonna fin- finish off with one last. This is how they wrap it up in economy, man. This, this is how they do it. Shaq, <laughs> there are plenty of black male action heroes. Richard Roundtree is and will always be the only Shaq. Uh-huh. He will only yeah, be anybody yeah, the only one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I look. I think it makes sense to have a black James Bond. I don't. I don't have a problem with it because you're pulling from it a makes culture. Zero sense. James I think it's Bond perfectly fine. Really, it makes sense to Ian have Fleming, Idris Elba on a tarmac yes. undercover in Siberia. It'll oh, where is this spy? I don't know. The only not white thing in whole peripheral. Yeah, it's not good when it's like we're going to need you to be at the ball and ready to meet our contact at 11:43, and then they're like guys it's 1 <laughs> you hear all the tropes black people are always late mm-hmm. my family's always late <laughs> and i'm white human <laughs> beings are just late in general man like i love the idea that like oh he can't hide in snow yeah he can't uh, hide if you bury yourself deep enough in snow yes you can so yeah, but um, we, we talking about a 60 year old spy franchise from the cold war and this yeah. it, <laughs> it is this much racial animus right now mm-hmm. and he just had a clip the other day where he said Putin made Biden look like a chump. Jeez. But this is where we at in America. <laughs> but look, man, we love y'all fans. Shout out to the veterans. Shout out to all the listeners, man. Great segment today, y'all. See y'all next week. That's it for this week's episode of The Rue Report. And we want to thank all the listeners from around UMKC, the Kansas City metro area, and the globe for joining us. Listen to us every Friday on Anchor FM and Spotify to hear more engaging commentary on the latest hot-button topics that keep our world and news cycles turning. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast, and follow all UMKC media pages on social media to stay up to date on our latest thought-provoking content. You can find us at UMKC Rule News and at UNews UMKC on Instagram, at UNews underscore UMKC on Twitter, and Rule TV on YouTube. On that note, We got to do better, America, and we'll see you next week.